listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And welcome on in to episode number 131. We have a big show for you this week. The Logan Square Screwjob. That's all I got to say about this past Friday night's freelance show, Cheap Pop, up at Logan Square Auditorium. The main event was crazy, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. Plus, one of my favorites from WWE slash NXT from the recent past is now back in WWE. Plus, we have Impact Wrestling in town this week. We'll talk a little bit about that. And our special guest for the week, the lovable, the fan favorite, Chico Suave. Stay tuned for Windy City Slam Podcast. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle. But what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam, baby. The best podcast the shy has to offer on professional wrestling. So turn it up, turn up. It's your boy Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. And before we get to our special guest this week, Chico Suave, in just a little bit, let's talk about some national wrestling news. The WWE shakeup continues. Under new creative director Triple H, Karrion Cross and Scarlett are back in WWE. They returned this past Friday night on SmackDown during the main event segment. It was supposed to be Drew McIntyre facing off with Roman Reigns in preparation for their championship match at Clash of the Castle on September the 3rd. But as Drew was walking down the aisle... Familiar music from NXT hits. It was Karrion Cross's theme, and on the stage you could see Scarlet. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Karrion Cross with his full head of hair, because the last time we saw him in WWE, he was shaved bald, comes out, attacks Drew, lays him out, and then gives the evil eye to Roman Reigns. And, and Scarlet brings out the hourglass, turns it over. And the TikTok begins. So, Karrion Cross back in WWE, one of my favorite wrestlers, one of my favorite acts from the Triple H era of NXT, re-signed back with WWE after the release last year. So happy to see it. His character is always kind of 
interested me in many ways. And now Scarlett's back as well. Good to see another Chicago native in WWE. Looking very much forward to what else Triple H has up his sleeve and looking forward to seeing the future of Karrion Cross and Scarlett back in WWE. This Friday night, August 12th, and Saturday night, August 13th, Impact Wrestling returns to Chicago for the very first time since Bound for Glory 2019 before the pandemic. Should be an exciting two nights of action at Cicero Stadium just outside Chicago. Great venue for wrestling. I've seen both Progress Wrestling and Warrior Wrestling there. And MLW has also run shows there, Lucha Libre Total, and a few other local promotions have come in and out of there. And if you really want to see a good show, Impact is going to bring it to you. And Cicero Stadium is a great venue for professional wrestling. So I advise you to go check that out. First of all, Friday night, Emergence, a special Impact Ultimate Insiders special. We could catch it on the special YouTube channel for Impact or I believe also on Impact Plus, the monthly streaming service, much like WWE Network or Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Impact also has one of those. Impact Plus, check it out. I believe it's $7.99 a month. They have a ton of content on there as well. And if you are going to Cicero Stadium, an exciting card for emergence is on the docket. And we have the Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander defends against Alex Shelley. And then the Impact Knockouts Championship. Jordan Grace defends against Mia Yim in what should be a terrific matchup of styles. And for a whole lot more on Impact Wrestling and Jordan Grace, as well as former Impact Wrestling Champion Moose, check out the rechristened Windy City Slam YouTube channel. The interviews of Jordan Grace and Moose are now up and live. Check those out. And also, Windy City Slam will soon have, if we don't have already, a story on the upcoming weekend for Impact Wrestling, as well as their run in the business over the last 20 years. And I was very privileged to talk to both Jordan Grace and Moose this past Friday. Thank you to Ross Foreman over at Impact Wrestling, a longtime friend and acquaintance of mine. And Jordan Grace and Moose really went out of their way to accommodate me. And very, very excited to have Jordan Grace and Moose on the YouTube channel now. Two great interviews. Check them out. Back to the Emergence card, we have the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie defend against VXT. That's Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo. Then we have a great Lucha Libre match with Bandito, the former ROH champion, taking on Ray Horus. Ten-man tag, and this has a lot at stake. Bullet Club with Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Hikaleo are taking on I Don't Know More of Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, and Vincent. Now, if I Don't Know More wins this match, they will receive a shot at the Impact World Tag Team Championship. However, if Bullet Club pulls it out, Honor No More must permanently disband. So a lot at stake in that 10-man tag should be very exciting. Then we have Sammy Callahan taking on Steve Macklin. This should be a pretty darn cool tag team match as well. Chris Sabin and Kushida take on Violent by Design of Diener and Joe Doring. And you never know where Eric Young might be lurking during that one. 
And then there's also an Impact X Division Championship match. X Division Champion will be determined on this week's episode of Impact Wrestling on Axis on Thursday night. It will either be Rocky Romero or Speedball Mike Bailey defending that title against Jack Evans. Also, coming up Saturday night, August the 13th, Impact will present Second City Slam back at Cicero Stadium. And now these are TV tapings for Axis TV. Plus, you will see an AAW Championship match as the gunslinger Matt Fitchett defends against one called Manders. And I just have to say it's really cool that Impact is partnering with some local promotions. They did a big meet and greet with Moose and Jordan Grace this past week in conjunction with Second Wrestling out in Addison. And AAW getting some of their talents on the Impact Wrestling show. Really, really cool and great for Impact Wrestling to kind of share themselves with the local indies. And the local indies get some nice pub out of it as well. So it's a win-win situation for local professional wrestling and kudos to Impact. Local professional wrestling. This past Friday night, August the 5th, Freelance Wrestling presented Cheat Pop at the Logan Square Auditorium. And like I said, at the very top, it was the Logan Square Screwjob. Yes, that's right. Main event, Freelance World Championship. Robert Ego Anthony with Frank the Clown in his corner defeat Storm Grayson to regain the Freelance Championship and special guest referee Mick Foley performs the screw job. Yes. Now, late in the match, Foley instructs Grayson to grab a bag of thumbtacks and pour them in the center of the ring, wanting to finish off Robert Ego Anthony and Frank the Clown once and for all. Grayson was grabbing Frank the Clown, but then Foley, from behind, comes up to Grayson, puts the mandible claw on Storm. Anthony hits the ring, grabs Grayson up in a powerbomb, bombs him on the tacks. Then he hits the Mandalorian driver on Grayson onto the thumbtacks to get the pin and the victory. Wow. just And... You remember just a couple of years ago, Mick Foley was trying to barbecue Frank the Clown's testicles at Warrior Wrestling. So obviously that relationship dynamic has changed quite a bit. I guess Frank and Mick are now pretty close. And I believe even Frank may have mentioned that in one of the past interviews that I did with him here on Windy City Slam Podcast. And Cheap Pop, you can catch Frank the Clown, Val Capone, and many others on Windy City Slam Podcast Archives, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Just crazy stuff at Logan Square that night. And then the rest of the card was pretty darn good as well. We had the scramble match where, as predicted last week when I was talking to Val Capone, Craig Mitchell wins that scramble, defeating Angel Escalera, Bucky Collins, Ethan Price, Coder Hernandez, and Devin Monroe as Mitchell hits the trap key as Mitchell hits the Trapper Keeper on Bucky, and it's a great comeback story for Craig Mitchell. He missed nearly six months with an Achilles injury. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, and he seems very hungry now. And if Storm Grayson can't rebound, maybe Craig Mitchell moves into that championship picture against Robert Ego Anthony. That would be pretty darn cool. Then we had Project Monarchs pinning Dan the Dad after a final phase DDT. And during the match, 
Monik spent several minutes mooning the crowd, basically, because his pants were accidentally pulled down. You could actually see his full ass cheeks out. And Dan the Dad even took off his belt from his polo, from his cargo shorts, and whipped Monix in the butt with it. <laughs> it's pretty funny stuff right there. But again, Project Monix knows how to entertain a crowd, and another great performance by him. Effie defeats frontman Jossie after a series of reversals and get the pinfall. Then we had Darren Corbin pulling out the victory over Kylie Ray as a result of a disqualification. And now you're saying Kylie's one of the nicest people out there. How would Kylie Ray get disqualified? Well, I'll tell you how. Alfonso Gonzalez comes out with a chair. Ref Perch was down in the corner. And Alfonso hits the mat with the chair. Darren Corbin lays down, plays possum, acting like he got hit by the chair. Alfonso tosses it to Kylie Ray. And then, of course, Perch wakes up. Dan Perch sees the chair in Kylie's hand, calls for the bell and the disqualification. My question is to, to Ref Perch, as much as I love the guy, I mean, you can't call what you can't see. I mean, ugh. Anyway, great match. Darren Corbin gets the, the little bit of a cheap win. And even Corbin replied on Twitter, a win is a win. And he's right about that. But I think Kylie should get another shot. Next up, we have the Freelance Legacy Championship. Brian Keith defeats Coco Lane. And now Matt Nix was with Brian Keith. Trevor Outlaw was with Coco Lane. Great match. A lot of back and forth. A lot of back and forth on the outside, too, between Knicks and Outlaw. Eventually, they fought to the back. And then Brian Keith finally hit the Soul Fire Bomb on Coco Lane to get the three count. Much more to come with both Matt Knicks and Trevor Outlaw over the next month or so. Trev Timber is coming up, as Trevor Outlaw says. And he's getting closer to being cleared. And I think we're going to see an all-out war between Trevor Outlaw and Matt Knicks. And then we have the Freelance Tag Team Championships. The Bang Bros retain, defeating the team of Mark Wheeler and Evan Greenaway, who was subbing for Taylor Rising, following a double 450 splash. Also this past Saturday night, we had POW Entertainment's Road to Russell Raid show at the American Legion in Fox Lake. The results were as follows. Mike Idol defeats Axel Lebrio. Tag Team Action with Dorado and VJ Price from SCW. Defeating Revolution when Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom were disqualified for attacking them with chairs. And basically, Revolution was trying to send a message to Hunter Payne and SCW with that attack. Ruthless Ramon Rodriguez defeats Trog. And then after the match, Ramon attacks Trog, but Mason Perks came out to the caveman's rescue. And then Mason Perks defeated Jamie Race in a singles match. And then Ruthless Ramon came back out and attacked Mason Perks. And then he challenged him to a match at the Lakemore Fest this Friday night. That's Powell's next show, by the way. And he said, go find a partner. And Commissioner Hedford says, okay, this is going to be a tag team championship match. So it'll be Bad Hombre Cartel defending the titles against Mason Perks and a partner of his choosing on Friday night in Lakemore. That should be pretty cool. And then we had IPA, that's Meadux O'Bannon and Kevin O'Reilly, defeating Modern Decay of Kazile and Tommy McCobb. And in the POW Championship match, 
former champion Scott Spade gets the win over Max Holiday via disqualification, of course, when Aaron Xavier interfered. So that means Max Holiday is still your reigning POW heavyweight champion. Coming up this weekend, in addition to the Impact shows at Cicero Stadium on Friday and Saturday, this Wednesday, Medusa's Mother Trucking Wrestling Diaries coming to the West Chicago Social Club at 8 p.m. She's also doing a show in McHenry at Vixen. So two pretty cool kind of one-man shows, as they say in the business. Medusa's going to tell stories from her career. You can check her out either Wednesday or Friday. Thursday night, August 11th, Eagle Pro Wrestling follows Windy City Thunderbolt Baseball at Ozinga Field in Crestwood. Friday night, August 12th, Pow Entertainment is at the Beach Bash at Lakemore Fest, Morrison Park on Lily Lake in Lakemore on Friday night. Then, Saturday night, August the 13th, we have Freelance Underground's This Thing of Ours at Thornton Distilling Company in South Suburban Thornton, 7 p.m. bell time. Matches announced so far, no holds barred. Now, not Rip against Zeus, but Project Monix with James Russo at his side against his former friend and buddy, Chico Suave. And we talk in depth with Chico about his relationship with Project Monix coming up in just a few minutes. Chico has something to prove, and he hopes by the end of this match, maybe he re-earns the respect of Monix. Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships the brothers of Funstruction, Ruffo and Yabo, with Frank the Clown in their corner, defending against Pick and Pop, Darius Luttrell, and Coda Hernandez. This could be where Pick and Pop finally rises to the top and slams it home and takes the Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships. But we'll see. You never know with FTC and the brothers will have up their sleeve. Then, six-man tag action, Freelance Underground Independent Champion Storm Grayson and the Bang Bros take on Mark Wheeler, Jesse V, and Evan Greenaway. And then number one contender, the Freelance Underground Championship, Joe Alonzo, will take on J.J. Garrett. Now, Alonzo has his shot in October with Calvin Tankman. That show will be back in Joliet in a couple of months. But this one-on-one match between Alonzo and Garrett should be really, really good. Then we have Ethan Price facing Axel Rico, who is making an appearance here in Freelance Underground. Very excited about that. And then it's Espiritu Maya taking on Alfonso Gonzalez. Tag team action pits Aaron Williams and Gary J against Mason Conrad and Joey Marks. And also this Saturday night, ARW is at the American Legion Post in Lake Station. They present Collider. And then also Saturday night, August the 13th, north of the border, Bruce City Wrestling presents Welcome to Dudleyville with special guest Bully Ray at the Waukesha Elks Lodge in Waukesha. All right, coming up next, Chico Suave joins the show and we'll talk freelance underground and his match with Monix and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters. Do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, 
Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, everybody, back on Windy City Slam podcast this week. We welcome for the very first time fan favorite on the local scene. And you've seen him in places such as Freelance Wrestling, Freelance Underground, Berwyn Championship Wrestling, Ego Pro Wrestling, Zello Pro, and Gali Lucha Libre. Here's Chico Suave. Hey, folks, how we doing? Mike, thank you very much for having me on your show. It is an honor. It is Finally, you got me on your show, man. It's about time, man. It's about yeah, time. Yeah, Viva la Chico. Welcome aboard, Chico. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. And first of all, I just want to say, coming up this Saturday night, August the 13th, Freelance Underground presents This Thing of Ours at Thornton Distilling in South Suburban Thornton. There will be a no-holds-barred match between Chico Suave and his longtime, now former friend, Project Monix. Uh, you know what? He's still my friend. Somewhere deep down inside, in his head, Russo put something. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I, I still love Pat. I, I still respect Pat. You know, I, I, like they say, brothers need to fight. So right now, this is just two brothers need to get things uh, fixed. Get the situation fixed. And, um, you know, um, how do you say, uh, men fences, you know what I mean? Men fences. And you mentioned Russo as well. And what we're going to do is we're going to go off to a different direction for a few minutes and then come back and talk about this big match and everything that led to it. Okay. All right. You told me off the air that you've been wrestling for about nine years and you've been around the business for about 15, 16 years. Yes, sir. Well, you wouldn't know it because you still have such a baby face. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, the only thing that changes is just the hair. The, the hair grows out or the beard grows out or I lose the weight or I gain the weight. I'm always just changing my look every time. But I'm still the same person that you see. No matter where I'm at, I'm the same person. Now, how did you get into wrestling and where did you start training? Uh, so in 2007, I was in military school in South America. I was there for one year. And in that one year, my mother um, was, you know, looking around some stores locally and came across a store that had wrestling pictures on their walls. And she asked the vendor, the vendor's like, well, these people are local. So if they're in your area, you could like probably catch up to them and talk to them. Little did she know it was the Mexican Chilever. I'm used to watching WWE. Right, that American style. So, mm -hmm. first day of practice, you know, this is in June, I believe. I'm for great. It was June. It was during the, uh, it was 2008, 2009. And I started training in Edison with Galileo Lucha Libre. Mm -hmm. Right. And at this time, I'm probably 12, 13 years old. Right. So, First two weeks, we had like a little tryout session just to see how it feels to hit the ropes, take a bump and all that stuff. And so the first guy I met was Yakuza. So that's the first guy I ever met in the business before all that, you know. Eventually, once I passed this test, 
I jumped to the Discovery uh, training and everything. And the first week with Discovery, the first day with Discovery, should I say, I didn't last no more than five minutes, five to even 30 minutes, because his, his, his training is very intense, and it's a, at a level that I'm not, I wasn't ready in. Mm-hmm. And I felt dizzy. I just puked all over the bathroom, all sick, thinking I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Go into the office, meet Carlos Robles for the first time ever. Be like, hey, man, I puked all over your walls. I puked all over the sink. I puked all over the floor. I missed the toilet. I'm sorry, but I hit everything else. Are we, are we good? He looked at me. He's like, here's a paper towel. Go clean the bathroom. And literally, that's how it all started for me. So you puked all over Carlos's bathroom. Wow. Yep. You could say the father and son dynamic between us started right there and then. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how yeah. good our friendship started. Yeah, he's definitely an influence on you in this business. Yeah, at a young age, yes. yes. So now, uh, you had most of your matches in your career with Gali Lucha Libre. And there were a yes. lot of tag team matches, a lot of trios matches. And it yes. one of the most notable things that you were part of in Gali was the Too Hot For You faction. <laughs> yeah. And Valentino, who a lot of us know nowadays is D-Ray. D-Ray. Pretty nice long run over there in Gali. So what was that like being part of Too Hot For You? Oh, it was, the, it was so much fun. It was so much fun because you had three guys that had three different mindsets, that had three different styles, that had three different, uh, different looks. You know, we weren't the sexiest, but, I mean, we look pretty damn good in the ring, if you ask me. You know, especially D-Red, that face. That he, he dropped so much weight and everything. Put us together. And, you know, you had the cocky in me. You know, you had the cocky in D-Ray. You know, you had the good looks with, with Courtney and stuff. So, the, the group itself being put together was just random, right? The name was also just random. But it, it just worked so well because we just bounced off each other so well. And so do you uh, guys still kind of hang out today or communicate with each other today? So I guess you could say since uh, D-Ray was in charge, is in charge of Salo, who was my boss mm-hmm. at one point, you know. But me and D-Ray, super close. We were cool. Like whenever he pops up at Underground, whenever he pops up at, at Freelance, or even at the baseball games, you know, if I, if I get, get a chance to see him or something, you know, talk to him giggle with him for a minute, just talk, see how things are doing, see how he's doing, you know. I know he loves his corgi, his little dog. Yes. Uh, Fitch, I believe his name is. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see a lot of, a lot of tw- uh, tweets about them. So, just see how he's doing. Yeah, D-Ray's Instagram loaded with lots of pictures of his corgis. Lots of dogs. I, I, <laughs> to a point that I started getting corgis on my Twitter feed. They said, like, this is something that you that you like suggested to you. I'm like, I, I, I just want pictures. It was one picture. That's funny. You know, yeah. social media is crazy like that. You start liking a couple of different things and they come up with all these different suggestions. It's, it's right crazy. away, right away. <laughs> so now also, Gali Lucha Libre, this is where you and Monix kind of teamed up and got together as teams. Yeah. So how did that relationship begin in its uh, early stages? So at the very end of 2F4U, the group split up. And I went singles. I tried to go singles, right? The original match was supposed to be myself versus D-Ray. 
because I broke up this, I, I, I got cocky and I broke this team up thinking I could do better without them. It was supposed to be me and D-Ray, but backstage stuff happened and D-Ray left. So then it gave the right to Courtney to basically be the one member of the group to cut me bald, to shave my bald. So uh, the crowd started seeing me, humi- uh, see me get humiliated, made fun of it, everything. So I had to reinvent myself. I'm like, I'm bald now, so I can't be chicos, can't be chicos hard right now. And I'm a comedy guy, so I'm like, what can I do that makes sense and will get people to like laugh and have a good time? So I started doing parodies of like wrestlers, bald wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I I I, I would have come out like. Kurt Angle, I did Kurt Suave. That was like the main thing that people really liked. I don't know why, I don't know how, but that one character is what people really gravitated to. But I would have done um, Goldberg as Cheatberg, Bam Bam Suave. I would have done The Best in Cheeks. You know, I would have done all these different, the big cheeks, the big suave, whatever you want. Like it, these different characters, obviously parodies of already in well-known names but i'm like i could probably make it funny and people will be like i i could connect with that i know who that is and that's how i get my connection with the crowd yeah and i know with that too uh you still use some kurt angle moves in your moveset as well yes i, I do the whole angle slam and the whole ankle lock. i'm a huge kurt angle fan I was a huge fan when he was uh, coming up in business when i was a kid growing up watching guerrero eddie guerrero watching Rey mysterio Edge, Dina, all these guys like come up. And I'm like, that's who I want to be. That's how like how good I want to be one day, growing up. Yeah, it's a cool dude and uh, definitely a great role model. And now transitioning from kind of your your parody character, then you ended up with Monix, correct? And how right. Uh, so yeah, when I went ball, uh, my original first partner was Willie the Bomb Richardson. That's an old name. If anybody like hears this. That's a name from the uh, from the past that I've like I've grown to respect and known since my early days. So that's someone I care about very close to me as well. The um, yeah, the soul touches and everything. I, did you know I trained my, um I trained as a jazz. Oh, yeah, I trained as a jazz. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So whenever, whenever, just at, just ask him, hey, is it true? Is, is it true that Chico taught you? He'll be like, he'll look at you. He'll just like, yes. Yes, <laughs> that is that is the second person I met in the business when I started training, but he was the first person I helped out coming up. So that's why I always claim that I trained him. So whenever you see him do anything, Lucha, came from me. Oh, that's a jazz. Okay, from, from his Lucha set came from you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's a, he's a character in that acid jazz. You yes. can really click, I think, if you guys ever teamed up. Oh, you know, I, I I try to pitch me being a member of the Soul Touchers, and you know, I pitched it to him, but he said, "Nah, not yet, not yet. Soon, soon, one day." <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I did not know that about you and Jazz. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was supposed to be me and Willie, but like I said, backstage things happen. So I was partnerless. Um, one day, Pat's like, "Hey, I think Carlos was like, hey, I'm gonna put you with Pat." Pat came up to me. He's like, hey, I have the same red, white, red, white, and blue gear as you have for the Kurt Angle. When I was when I come out together as Team Chico. And I'm like, at first I'm like, ah, Team Chico. I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice thing. We should just come out with something like whatever, right? He's like, no, 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 keep Team Chico. 
And that's how literally the friendship and the uh, the tag team started. Just randomly put us together. I forgot who we wrestled, but we had some good matches and we had some very bad ones. But the the chemistry between me and Pat, like the friendship, the like the way we were up there, it's the same way we were backstage, same same way we are in the streets. Like we're just two guys who are just good friends and have good chemistry. Now. I just, like I said, he's just off his meds or something, but I think the retirement is just needed for him right now because he is polluted in his mindset. So when he was training for his big comeback, he was supposed yeah. to face Kylie Ray, but ended up facing Calvin Tankman instead. And then he did the ultimate swerve and you were in his corner the entire time during all of that. And you helped him kind of, Build his strength back up uh, at that. I believe it's what the Beta House of Wolves or something like that. But yes, so you and Monix were like this, and all of a sudden, the last couple of months, you guys had a dissolution, and and James Russo basically wanted to extinguish you to terminate Chico Suave. And what happened there? I mean, I mean, you think it's all Russo feeding him stuff, or what's the deal? Uh, well, let's see. I I. Russo is a man that I've known for over, shoot, 13 years, mm-hmm. right? Like, I met him down the road as I started training. So, like, he, he's a guy of power. You know what I mean? Starting with his days with the syndicate way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if you saw that group, you had Mason Conrad, Overload, Matt Nix. Think about that. Matt Nix was a part of his group at one point. You know, you had Barry Wright, you know, you had all these young time that was brought up with 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 Russo and all former champions, right? Legit former mm-hmm. champions, right? Whether it's in underground or in freelance. So bring that James Russo back two times today with uh, Pat Monix, how he is now, how rebuilt he is. It's like now it's a kind of a dangerous combination right there. And I feel like I got to a stop to it as a friend. You know, like if you really care about someone, no matter what they're going through, you're gonna help them. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna save Pat Monix from James Russo. That's the, that's the goal for this match, August 13th. Basically, how it began disintegrating for you guys. It was Monix against Nix, and you were yeah. his corner, and Russo came out with Nix. But it turns yes. out that Russo kind of turns and joins Monix. And then he, he, they beat you up as well. And you just look like the heartbroken little puppy that lost his best friend after that match. Caught me off guard. It caught me off guard. Literally, like, I, I remember, the last thing I remember is giving a hug to Pat, listening to James talk. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. After all this time, I'm going to be managed by James Russo. At that moment, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, James Russo is part of the project. part of us. And then I turn around, I look back, and I'm on the ground being put in the rings of Saturn. Just as Russo is standing there laughing, pointing, and just like, this is how we're going to send a message to the locker room. This is how we're going to send a message to everyone in the, in the underground freelance bubble. Like, this is the new trend right here is Pat Monix. And how did they start it off? With everyone's friend, Chico Suave. Breaks my heart. Breaks my That's heart. That's terrible how that happened. 
And over the last few weeks, obviously you did a little bit of a run and after Monix's match with Davey Bang and Joliet kind of saved Davey from an additional beatdown after Monix had already won that match. And I was willing to sacrifice I was willing to sacrifice Davey. Just to just to clear it out, I was willing to sacrifice Davey just so I could get closer to Pat Monix because that's how bad I wanted him. I love David to death, but at that time, when that had, that day, that the day I ran in and everything, I just, ooh, the blood was flowing, Mike. The blood was flowing. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now as we're talking about it. And then you threw out the challenge for the big match on August 13th. No holds barred. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I used to the challenge. I was just waiting for the response. When I officially got the news that the no holds barred, I, I, I hit up Coach Joe. I'm like, hey, we're going to have to go intense with this training, right? Because at one point, I did, like, when, when the turn happened and everything, I was just heartbroken. I was I just lost all motivation. You know, I, I was just sitting in my bed just, like, questioning what's going on. What's wrong with me? Is it, is it me? Am I the problem? You know, we're like, why why does why this always happen to me? You know, and it's frustrating. It really is frustrating. And... Then I think about it. This is the match I've been wanting, right? So if this is the one shot I got to get against to get Pat Maddox in the ring, I'm gonna take full advantage in this match to leave a message, of course. <laughs> Onyx will probably have Russo somewhere lurking, whether he's in his corner or in the back, just a few steps away. Now, yep. do you have a plan to counteract Russo in any way? Do you have any tricks up your sleeve or recruits? in the back that might help you out? That's a good question. It's a really good question. Beto Joe, obviously someone who is my trainer, like my brother trainer, he's someone who is like, let me bring, he's been asking, like, let me bring in your corner. Let me bring in your corner. Like, I, I, I want to be in your corner. But I'm like, Joe, if the moment that Russo, you see Russo, the moment that you see Pat, like, I'm afraid I'm going to leave you in the match, right? I need you right here in my corner, but I know your temper and I know the son, your son's temper. Like the moment, because they disrespect Beta too. That's another thing. Like this, that, not only did they, they disrespect Beta and me, but they disrespect Discovery. So this is the, like, that's my feel right there. Mm-hmm. That's my motivation to it. And trying to get my hands on Pat Monix right now, right? And Joe and Joe's motivation is to get back at Russo and Pat for this beta. So I can't have I can't have that distraction. So that's something that I can't have. Um I wanted to have a Tomiko, a, a local wrestler, a luchador that I that also came up with me and his sons and that as well in Lucha with Discovery. So but he's busy as well, right? So I, I think I'm trying to do it solo. And if I do get someone in my corner, like, I, I really hope that they understand that this is me and Pat. If James Russo gets involved, it will be me and Pat, and I will take care of Russo afterwards. Now, do you think you could salvage your relationship with Pat after this match and let bygones be bygones? Of course. Of course. Of course. I'm, I'm, if luck is on my side and I beat Pat one, two, three, then I'm just going to extend a hand. If not a hand, a hug, a hug. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be like, let's, let's just end this right here. 
let's get back on the train of the project going to achieve future goals. Because think about it. If we were back together, that's challenge for the tag team division and everything. But we first got to fucking fix us first. All right. <laughs> so, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to animate it because it's like this is the match I've been wanting. This is this is this is this is, this is since he this, since the day he announced his retirement, the day he said I will come back for one more match. Like that was for me. That was I felt that was for me, and it was taken away. So now, like this is like finally, like it's it's been on my mind. I want to get it over with, but I want this to be remembered as. One of the biggest matches in underground wrestling. That is the goal. I can't wait to see this come down. It's going to be on IWTV as well. And it's Saturday night, August the 13th. Freelance Underground's This Thing of Ours, Thornton Distilling Company in South Suburban Thornton. And in addition to the No Holds Barred match between Chico Suave and Project Monix, we mm-hmm. also have the Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships with the Brothers of Funstruction. With Frank the Clown in their corner, defend the titles against Pick and Pop, Darius Luttrell, and Coda Hernandez. Then also, Axel Rico is coming to Freelance Underground. Very excited about that. He takes yes. Ethan Bryce. And then Joel Alonzo faces J.J. Garrett. And Alonzo already knows he has in his back pocket that championship match with Calvin Tankman in October in Joliet. So it's shaping up to be a really good card. And yeah. the project are going to be a terrific matchup that night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, the card is stacked. There's a lot of talent coming from all over. People from Missouri, people from Ohio, people from Indiana. So I, I really suggest if anybody's in the area, if you have nothing to do, please come out. Like, this is the night that I think people are going to remember. I think this is a night that people are going to be talking for the rest. Because the card itself is just solid. Super solid, if you were to ask me. You know, Pick and Pop versus Brothers of Construction. That's gonna be a fun match. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be messy too. Knowing the brothers, they're gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of popcorn, a lot of confetti, a lot of tricks around their sleeves. Mm-hmm. And Pick and Pop, don't get them. Don't get them under underestimated, because someone like Darius Trout can see anything from a mile away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got revenge on their minds from last night. Yes. Faced them in Juliet in that three-way tag match. They, they, they didn't they get roped up or something against the on the ropes? Yeah, they. Uh, uh, I guess Frank uh, brought out a a rope where they kind of hog-tied them a little bit on the outside. That, that was crazy. Ooh. Ooh, see, see, Frank is another person I want to put in an ankle lock. It's someone I want to see tap. I, I want to, like, German him. I want to angle slam him. I really hope he's hearing this. If not, you can cut this part out and send it to him so he knows – where my mindset is with him every time I see him. Mm-hmm. Most of your tunnel vision is on Monix. You still have something to say about Frank the Clown. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you got you got to mess with the clown once in a while. It gets under everybody's skin, I guess. Or it's just, it's it's the uh, face paint. It's the face paint. And then uh, I mentioned Axel Rico too, and you guys have a match coming up in Janesville, Wisconsin, on August the twenty seventh for JWA. So that's really yes. cool. So uh, how did that come together? So me being me, I message a lot of promotions. And I'm like, hey, I have, I'm looking to for work and everything. Say, so, can I see, do you mind if I send you my resume? 
And some say yes, and they give a look, and I get a response within an hour or a day or a week, whatever. And some I don't hear back from. So um, with this promotion, they I, I reached out. They got back to me. They're like, are you available this date? I'm like, of course. So talked about it and everything, got the date set, and my point was Axel Rico. And this, so when he went on Twitter saying that we have history, Yes, there is history. It was supposed to be a longer feud. It was supposed to be a storyline behind everything, but it was just dropped literally the first day, right? Mm-hmm. Where I came in, I think uh, I think this is my, during the time I was calling out Carlos. I was calling out Carlos because I wanted to have a match with him. But I wanted to have, uh, I wanted to have a legit boxing match. Because Carlos has a, back, has a background as a boxer, right? And I was like, I'm down for a challenge. You know, why not? Why not learn something different, right? Because wrestling and boxing, it's, it's water and wine, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, you're in the ring, yes, but it's different styles. So um, I was going around being a menace, and I hit Axel with a chair. And that was the end of it. Like, literally, like, I don't know if he was brought back. I don't know if at that, that time I just left. But the storyline dropped. Right. So for us, this is the first, this is literally not only my debut, my first time wrestling him, which I'm really looking forward to. Really looking forward to. I've never been to this company. I've never been with these. I know, I don't know nothing about these people. So I'm going in there with a fresh mind, but with the intent of winning the hearts of everyone, of course, and the match. Yeah. Viva la Chico. Everybody loves Chico. (laughs) <laughs> and Axel Rico is quite the character too. We had him on the show last year. Personality uh, mm-hmm. just flows through him. Uh, he, he's such a he's a great talker. He's a great wrestler, and I can't wait for this matchup to happen in Janesville. It should be very cool. Thank you. Yes, neither can I. Neither can I. So, other than the next couple of weeks here of matches, one with Monix and then the one with Axel Rico, what does the future hold for Chico Suave? Uh, well. For the month of August, you're going to see me a little bit of everywhere. Um, not only, let's see, I have Pat Monix, Axel Rico. I also have a, another match in Wisconsin as well. I forgot what part, for, but for MAW, like, I'm finally happy that I'm starting to get work. That's, that's all I'm happy for, that I'm, that I'm working and I get to do what I love, which is travel and wrestle. Before we let you go, you have sort of that style that, from what I've seen, it's kind of a little bit of a, a comedy style, a little bit of a fun style, kind of a mix or, mixture of a lot of different things. Like you throw the Kurt Angle moves in there, and there's mm-hmm. the Libre or some of the American style. I mean, is it just a mishmash of things, or is it just stuff you want to try every match that's different to see what sticks? Uh, it's just how I feel the day of. It's really, it really depends how I feel. Uh, my inspiration for the whole comedy and all, like, being loud and stuff was Chris Farley. Chris Farley was just hungry, doing all these voices and all this and that, right? And just moving his body around, very agile, very, you know, had a lot of abilities, you know what I mean? Threw himself everywhere, right? And made people laugh. And that's why I say to people, like, I want to be the wrestling version of Chris Farley, right? So that's where the comedy kicks in. Obviously, bringing Brock with Lucha and everything. I'm very disciplined with the moves and all that. When it's of like timing and all that stuff. And for the American, for the psychology behind everything. So I try to throw in a little bit of Eddie Guerrero, 
little bit of Kurt Angle, a little bit of Cena, a little bit of Boogeyman, whatever I can. Boogie Woogie Man, even if I wanted to. Oh, baby, Boogie Woogie Man, you know what I'm talking about. You know, like that's that's why I grew up watching. And I like I sometimes like will go down the iceberg and just like, who who do I want to steal from? And who do I want to like bring back a style that most people don't do? Very, very cool. And finally, before I let you go, Chico, uh, yeah. plug your social media and whatever merchandise you might have. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, first of all, I got to say thank you very much for having me on your show. It is a pleasure. It was is fun. I hope it is not the last one. I hope we do more. Maybe do it after the match with me and Pat. Maybe in person. Maybe after video Zoom. But you guys can catch me on Twitter at, at @chicosuave. And also on uh, Instagram at a Chico Suave, or just put Chico Suave, I'll probably pop up right there. Um, for merch and all that stuff, you can go to my prowrestlingtees.com slash cheeky baby. That's C H E K Y B A B Y. I have two shirts up right now. I have I'm your Chico Suave, and I also have Planet Suave. So we're working on working on new designs of shirts. And, and if anything, you guys can also catch me on the Eagle, Robert Eagle Anthony's vlog. That's where you can watch me, Robert Anthony, and Joe Alonzo, and the Freelance Wrestling Academy, or, a, a, or the journey of a wrestler on that vlog. And you can see how we are doing on a weekly basis because Ego does everything. When I say everything, he does the editing for the videos. He does the podcast. He does the baseball. The guy has a lot in his plate, but he's doing this just for you and for me. Yeah, Ego's an amazing guy. He has a lot of uh, oars in the water, so to speak. Very creative mind. Great wrestler, too. And Great mentor. Great mentor. Yeah, but yeah I know he likes to kind of chide around with you a little bit and kick your butt sometimes, even though I think you had the better 619 at that baseball show. By Thank you. Someone Joe Alonzo in that. I have to come on and say that right now. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. And now, when this comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna record this. I'm gonna send it to him and be like, "Look, I should have won that contest." Absolutely. I think Rob likes kicking me in the butt. I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, sometimes you're just the whipping boy or the, the guy that gets picked on all the time. I, I, I wish <laughs> days like that too. So trust me, I know. It's because I'm short. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Chico, thank you very much for coming on, and we'll catch you down the line. Oh, thank you. Fun times with Chico Suave. He was awesome to talk to. He's been a guy that's been wanting to get on this show for a while. So glad that he agreed to come on and talk with Windy City Slam this week. And check out Chico Suave in action against his former buddy, Project Monix, this Saturday night at Freelance Underground's This Thing of Ours in Thornton. All right, next week, we'll recap This Thing of Ours and talk a whole lot more local stuff. Plus, we welcome for the very first time, he's been emerging in Chicago-style wrestling, and has also competed in Northland Pro and Lucha Libre Total, the Polish powerhouse, Mario Pardua, will join us, and we'll talk about his upcoming six-person tag team match at CSW's Rotten to the Core 